that might be the best idea you've ever had with individual slices pieces of canned cranberry sauce. Like that would be such like a great like refrigerator treat. But before we start packaging it, let's uh, let's start the podcast. Uh, hello and welcome everybody to the okay. No Bad Dudes podcast. Uh, here I'm here uh, as always, Eamon. I'm here with uh, uh, Ray Donovan. I'm debating on changing my name to Ray Zonovan. Um, just very glad he went to a Jets fan. Uh, Ray Zonovan, proud owner of F Those Picks. And we are lucky enough to uh, bring back a guest that has been on here quite a few times, but I think beep, 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 beep. he brings a lot of insight. Uh, uh, Mr. Champ, who's going for trying to be Champ Champ. Uh, Mr. Henry Thompson. And I am the proud owner of Draft Capital Slayer. I slayed Ray and his draft picks last year. I'm going to slay Brad and his draft picks this year. That's what it's all about. Oh, oh very nice. Already already over the boy. That's great. Cool. <laughs> well, um, you know, uh, let's, let's, since you're, since you're uh, our guest, why don't you go first? Is there anything on your mind related to football or anything else going on? Uh, honestly, I, I've fallen into soccer fever. Like it, it's World Cup season every four years. I am the biggest U.S. soccer fan, but it, it's more—it's it, the gambling aspect of it. Like sports gambling has really brought me into this world of like not even World Cup betting, but like English Premier League and Bundesliga and, mm. and all those. Like I find myself Saturday morning just <clears throat> oh, Tottenham Hotspur on Harry Kane. Let's watch him. Um, I sent Ray one of my bets last night from a basketball game where like, I'm just, I'm on the train home and I'm watching the Portland Trailblazers play the Clippers and it's, oh, let's throw something <laughs> on this. And that one hit, thank God. Dang. But, uh, but yeah, I, I am all about the World Cup right now. Um, you know, go USA. I'm sure we'll advance far. Not. But it, I fall into it. I, I love the social aspect of it. You know, everyone's for it. I like being a part of that. So yeah, basically that's really it. Cool. Yeah, I uh I haven't watched any soccer yet. I, I don't I I uh I've never gotten into it, but there's also like football on right now. But maybe maybe this uh, Saturday for the game, uh I'll, I'll watch at least a little bit of it. I mean I mean two PM on a Tuesday, I'm sitting there at work at the hotel, right? Ray, by the way, when you mm-hmm. come you gotta see the hotel. It's all renovated. We're doing a lobby now, you wouldn't even recognize it. Oh, really? Wait, same place? Same place, but we renovated all the rooms. We're doing the lobby now. It's we're, we're going to be a Marriott. So, I'm 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 at Laurent, I'm Laurent Brad. Y'all got to come check out the hotel. It's it's wild. Fire. It's going to be really nice. Fire. Fire. Cool. What's uh What's on your mind, Ray? Or do you you want to give a take on soccer? Or is it is it? Or can you do a double here with like it's also on your mind? I got you. Number one, I, I, I got you, Eamon. So uh, it's it's funny that, that Henry, like, let off with what he let off with. Because, Henry, the P in Christian Pulisic stands for penis. The C in Christian Pulisic stands for cock. Eamon, you missed the game, but he scored with his cock. I would say America, act like you've been there before. But when uh-huh. it's U.S., when it's U.S. versus Iran, F Iran, let's go America. When it's they Iran, ask, by the way. It's Iran. Let's... Whatever. They asked that dude about naval ships and racism in our country when Iran is about to kill 15,000 protesters. Shut the hell up. You guys took a big-ass L. Anyway, 
that's just the piggyback. I'm, I'm sorry, did you not make a header joke? Because it seems like based on what you're suggesting, that clearly a header joke would have been in there someplace. You didn't like uh oh wait, hold on. I got I got I got a joke. Uh uh <laughs> you can save it for later. <laughs> Cockton America. How about that? Is that good? Cockton? Like Captain? Cat like uh, Captain? Like cock? He scored six out of ten. Six out of ten. Okay. What about the P and Pulisic? Stands for penis. Seven. What about the C and Pulisic? Seven's impressive. I can't uh, do that. that that's more day. of a four. What... You, you you followed <laughs> up a P with a C. I don't know. Seven's impressive. That's what she said. Uh, anyway, so here's also what's on my mind. Um, is actually, oh, Eamon, I see you're pulling up the uh, reactions. Uh, <laughs> well, we can save it for later. I didn't want to spoil it. It's a non-visual system. It's a non-visual medium. Oh, okay. So I just saw it. My phone flashed. I thought something was going on. Um, So, Eamon, so with everything that happened, like, you know, today, and then, like, I'm really nervous about this Henry matchup um, and, you know, U.S. soccer and Iran, Iran, uh, Qatar, Qatar, whatever, uh, a place that doesn't like women. Um, I With all that stuff on my mind, man, I just didn't have a reaction to just – just didn't didn't you know do it but what also uh is on my mind more seriously so i wanted to take a second to discuss what happened with laurent to lee because i know the league is like what the hell is going on now clearly just trying to uh laurent's my friend um you know help him out with a bunch of stuff over the i've known him since high school we've known each other since we were pretty much 14 years old or whatever. Um, I was pretty much just saying to him offside before he, before it even started. Um, I was like, yo, time and place. Like, I was like, you know, there's nothing wrong with being like, yo, you want to do away with the, the rule or whatever. Um, even though like, I'm pretty much like, I was really like, yo, like, I kind of feel like weird. Like I was going to leave the league. Cause I, again, this is like one of the only league before we put instituted the rule. This is the only league I play in because I kind of just feel like weird about the whole, like, punching women and, you know, sexual assault and stuff like that, right? So I was like, yo, time and place. I was like, because, again, you even though you want to, you know, say this and you want to do this, it kind of just sounded salty that, like, you you, you lost and now you want to change or whatever. And then rather than wanting to address something actually in the league, and I'm, like, obviously a big proponent of this because, again, this is the only league I play in. And Laurent, like, he was, you know, he's telling me he takes a lot of, you know, advice from outsiders. And again, we were talking privately, but he put it here. So I was like, I'm going to say, you know, my piece or whatever. And I was like, yo, you're taking advice from outsiders that don't play. He's like, yeah, I show people this and they're like, this is the stupidest thing, whatever. Blah, blah. And it's just like, I think that's one of the reasons, one of the things that's wrong with the world is that like, you know, people aren't minding their business. Like, okay, yeah, whatever, cool. But then you like, you let that influence you. And I was like, you can't attack the moral compass of the league. Because, again, like, Henry pro- Henry probably plays in, like, you know, two, three other leagues. He told me that he runs stuff with his brother. Um, I know Brad plays in other leagues. I know Matt plays in other leagues or whatever. And I was just like, yo, you like, this, like, I said, if the world was a little bit more like our league, the world might be a little bit, like, better off. Um, and I kind of felt like the league was under attack. Um, and I was like, yo, dog, this is a collective of dudes who's actually, like, I know majority of the dudes in this league, like, you know, now personally too, right? Like I've been on vacations and worked with or whatever, right? Or know people through know people. Like I'm pretty, like I've spoken to Frank a lot off to the side. I don't know Frank at all. 
right? I've never met him, never, but I felt like Frank and I last few years have gotten closer. I love that about this league. And like, besides for everyone else that I know, I was just like, yo, dog, this is like the reason that like the no bad dudes list is like, yo, this is who these guys are. They're good dudes. for the most. Like again, uh, uh, Mike didn't have to drop Deshaun Watson, but he did. He was just like, nah, okay, whatever. I didn't have, like, again, we, me and Eamon had this thing back and forth about only making the players because of Zeke who was whatever. And like, yeah, you know what? I was like, no more Zeke. I was like, no more Tyreek Hill, whatever, right? Like, whatever, right? Like, because it doesn't really matter. And I think it's, I personally think, like, besides for the moral part, it's more fun. It's fun. Because now it's like, oh, Tony Pollard. Oh, uh, who else is on the whatever, right? Like, or, or Tyreek Hill, yeah, he goes to the Dolphins or whatever. But like, he's opening up stuff for Jalen Waddle and like Tua, right? Like, it's still having an effect. The, the, the players still have an effect on our league. So like, it's like, yeah, we can't pick them, whatever. But I mean, like, how much different is it? Is it going to be kind of like taking out kickers and stuff like that, right? Like, well, I mean, a little different, but yeah, that's pretty much what it was. And I didn't, and he he also like, he misquoted me. I never directly called him that um, because I wouldn't. Um, and I like to always be super careful with my words, especially with someone like Laurent. Um but but again, man, like when I, you know, I apologize and re- I don't, I don't, I'm not harboring any bad stuff and I don't want to take too much more time. Um, so uh, uh, always, always willing to apologize or whatever. And, and if, if there's a place, you know, cause there's some concerned people in the league or person, we talk about all stuff, women's issues, uh, the, the minorities, but we talk about everything on this pod. Eamon also, you know, he really appreciated that, you know, this is, this is kind of what we do. We kind of open it up uh, on the, on the pod or whatever. So, that's what's on my mind, and that's what I have to say about that. Uh, yeah. Um, I uh, we're recording live. Uh, I don't know if Laurent's actually gonna listen to us because I don't. I think when we had him on, he, he said he doesn't listen to the podcast. So, um, we're recording live right now. There's some messages asking to be on. Uh, Laurent, you're welcome to come on. Um, we'll have a hopefully non-combative conversation. I, I understand your feeling feelings. Uh. Uh, you're welcome to express those and uh you know if if this league isn't a fit for everybody then that's fine um whether that's i also suggested that too yeah um you know a lot of leagues you can have those players like almost every league like this is literally a specifically built to do this one thing um and like you know i don't like if people feel here, here's the truth, and this goes back to other just stuff. Like, I, I don't get that upset when I lose in this league or any league, really. Like, even and I'm a big time Giants fan, and like, ten minutes after a Giants loss, like, I'm fine. Nobody, nobody's like, oh, I'm bummed out. Like, the things that bum me out is if people aren't enjoying this league because I put a lot of time into it. Uh, a lot of people put a lot of time into it, and it, it, you know, my goal is for a utopia. So seeing somebody frustrated and upset. Um, it makes me sad and I, I hope we can figure out how to make everybody happy. And if that's changing rules or if that's, you know, people maybe deciding that they want to play fantasy in a different league, I, I'm on board with all that stuff. I just want people to be happy and enjoying it because fantasy football is wonderful. There's all these people in our lives that we would never meet. I was thinking about like, you know, our league is a tree, right? Essentially, it started for me and Brad, and we started branching off, like, when we had to replace people. Like, 
Uh, I think I think Ryan was the first replacement, or I think it was Ryan and Jay the same year. The same year came in. Uh, I I think we decided because Frank. like Matt didn't have anybody else besides his brother he knew, and Mike didn't have anybody else besides me he knew. We we reached out to them and we invited them up together, and like and that kind of like has kept happening. Uh, like Frank came in, um, Henry came in, Henry came in because like yeah, so it's like, you know. I, I think about like how far the tree has gone out and you're like somebody like Frank and somebody like Ryan who both have lived on one coast their entire life. I think, I think that's what Ryan's story is. He's always been a West coast kid. Uh, and like now they're in a league where they're chatting all the time. And like, I think that's beautiful and wonderful. And I hope, I hope the chats always feel friendly and, and wonderful. And there's like funny stuff in it. And like, like, ah, damn it. I, I traded Josh Jacobs. Like, you know, it, or like it, when Henry allegedly says that he gave me fantasy advice when he wasn't in the league, that never happened. It definitely gave me fantasy advice. You went Brad. Behind you gave back. Brad fantasy great. advice. It was you great. gave Brad fantasy advice, but like not me. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I don't, you know, uh, if anybody else wants to say anything else, but I'm done on this topic. And then, I, if, if ever, if what's anybody, on your mind, Eamon? Well, Henry, did you want to say something? I, I will say, I think there was a motion earlier in the year to maybe have a probationary period to have some of these players back in. Um, so I think that's something that was willing to be talked about. Like, there, there's some players that I'm definitely not okay with drafting in this league. But, um, yeah, there's, there's players that I would have back. Like, I'll, I'll, Joe Mixon is someone who's been an outstanding NFL player since he's been here for the most part, like, Someone wanted to motion him to be brought back into the league. I'd probably be for it, you know, unless there's other evidence that someone has. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that was something. I think, I think when I saw like Zeke was doing some stuff for pandemic and got like a lot of money to people, I, I, I Zeke too. Yeah, Brad. I was like, I think maybe there should be a path for back for some of these guys, but it just feels like. It's it's complicated to get him out, but then to, complicated to bring him back in, and like the only people who kind of like feels like we have to have that conversation about is the quarterbacks because everybody else isn't going to play long enough to to do a probationary period. But I I don't know I'm open to that if that's the idea. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm always willing to talk things out. Like every single route change, I feel like I've at least asked a question about if I was unconcerned about it, like. Even with the fab, I was like, I'm for fab, but I had questions like, how is this going to work? Like, I wanted to make sure that fab was going to work properly in this league before, like, voting it in. And and, and well, somebody like, who battled you two guys over the veto stuff, like, um, we were definitely, it was intense with maybe Matt was, it was very intense with Matt, but. You guys, I was trying to explain my point of view and what I felt and what I felt about the the makeup of our league. So there was a lot of communication. So, like, that's also one of the parts that I feel like, I don't know if we're losing that currently in the league because a lot of people are getting upset pretty quickly. I don't know uh, what the deal is, but, like, there has to be room to let people have countering opinions in you. Like, and this is, like, the worst time to say this thing because, like, the Kanye thing, whatever. But it's like, it, th- we're not talking about hateful things. We're saying like, this is what I believe about this specific role. And we have to like, let the room for people to be heard. So like, 
people who are indifferent. Like, there's definitely roles I'm indifferent on. Um, but uh, we have to like. My, so, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, 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 I'm, I mean, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Rambling. Um, my whole thing is is that, like, I don't know these players from a hole in the wall. So what do I re- there's video evidence that's always going to live forever and I don't think people should be judged by their worst moments but kind of hard for me to it's going to be hard for me to hold in my oh yeah uh Henry has a dude on his team like if I lose to this dude Henry has a dude in his team who has visual evidence of punching a woman that's going to be very hard for me to hold in um Again, that you know, whatever vitriol, not funny, whatever. And I, I have, I have people that are cl- been close to me in my life that I've said, "Yo, son, yo, I, you, you, you're hitting women. I don't want to be associated with you. Like that's just not what I want to be a part of. Th- that's just how I feel. It hard stop, hard line. So like, that's people I actually like and and know. Now I know all the dudes in 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 our in, in our league to be like good dudes that you know and and again wanting to have people like in the league I, I don't know who would be an example but uh I, I mean I'm always gonna vote no that's always gonna be my stance and obviously I'd be a minority in the in the group which is whatever it's I mean it's it's cool but again um uh, and I would do my best to try and be a little bit mature about it but I mean I don't know I think it's a great nuance in the league um and that is that is the league, and I I I also strongly feel that if you don't like this part of the league, then you sh- there's other there's other leagues you can go pick dudes in. And and Ray, like it's not like I can own Joe Mixon and Ezekiel Elliott, and you can't. Like none of us can own these players. There's no advantage. Yeah, to not there's no advantage. These I feel you. So like if they're out of the league, they're out of the league. That's why I've never been like, oh, this guy needs to be in the league. Although I think I voted no. For having people in the league for every single one, but I'm 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 not sure. Maybe one person I said, eh, they're okay. But for the most part, right. like they're out of the league, they're out of the league. And... Right. Yeah, I mean, I I abstained because at the time we voted, I don't think it was clear to me it passed my standard on Watson. Obviously, if we would have revoted this off season, I would have voted Julian. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's um, I had another point, but I lost it. Uh, Sorry about that. No, no, I was gonna, I was gonna sum it up. Ah, whatever. Uh, if I come back to, if I remember it, I'll come back to it. Um, wait, let me, like yes, make, making making judgments too hastily, like oh, like like again, maybe like I would have voted like so the the votes for Watson, right? Like he didn't get accused, like he didn't get like proven by the arbiter until what this year. So like. Maybe like like again, maybe we voted too hastily there, but like, and we can learn, we can take that and learn from it, and being like, okay, so this year I would have been like, oh, he definitely did that shit. Then I would have been like, okay, boom. Instead of just automatically being like, nah, right? Like that's where we could get a little bit better in it. But again, to put a bow in it, again, you know, the uh, rent. Uh, it's not like you can't speak your mind, but also too like, I feel like if that's like a a, a turning point for you or anyone else. Um, don't you don't have like there's you know, just other leagues, yeah, and other people might want to join you in those other leagues from this league if you really want to play against people you enjoy playing with. The, the The only thought that I always have with this specific issue is that like, um, because it's it's something he brings up every year, I, you know, 
Yes. Um, yes, exactly. No one else does. So, uh, but the, the, uh, the thing is like, we're not controlling their income. Like I, I understand the questions of like, who are we to judge and what it's like, but we're not controlling like their lifestyle. Like, it's not like we're protesting outside the stadium even. Um, like, so yeah, I, I'm protesting I just, outside the league where I like to play and beat Henry and Eamon. It's like if we wrote a movie and we like excluded these characters, it's not like we're boycotting the characters. It's like we just want to tell the story about these group of people, these players. So, yeah. Um, all right. What's on my mind? Uh, so I, I don't know how you guys are. I, I never got into college sports because I I think uh, I think um I think maybe it was like Dick Shap on uh, Sports Reporters like he was always so eloquent about talking about stuff and I think he was like he's always been a big advocate of like it's crazy that college athletes weren't playing getting paid and like speaking in a way that wasn't just like like hot takey it was like he would bring up whenever there's a TV contract and the absurdity of it so like. I've just always felt dirty about watching college sports. Uh, but sometimes you have to go to, uh, and like maybe over time with the, the new deal, they have the uh, NDL, what is it called? NIL. NIL. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be a little bit more open to it. But so I go over to my in-laws for Thanksgiving weekend and uh, they have the Ohio State Michigan games. Did you guys watch this? Oh yeah, I was, I was at a engagement party that I was following it because I, I don't really like Ohio State. But go on, I, Michigan, Michigan washed them. Yeah, I don't like Ohio. State. Yeah, Joe Klatt is awful. Like, guess what? <laughs> We're going back. We're going back to the hits. Aiming complaining about broadcasters. Uh, <laughs> Joe Klatt is so awful. And like, like I, you know, I don't watch enough college sports to do any of this. And like two weeks ago, I think it was. I don't know. It was like two. Maybe it was a little bit longer. It was right after the Tua game. And like he had some BS tweet, like where they start, like they flag somebody with who got like a hit to the head, and it's like this is the NFL virtue signaling. It's like, hey, dick bag. Uh, anybody who says like this is virtue signaling, that is the ultimate goddamn virtue signal ever. It's like you're exactly bringing on the fucking trolls. Uh, but, but like I was just like, okay, he's a dick. I didn't realize how bad of a broadcaster he was. Until you watch the last minute of the first half where you clear like and I understand in the stadium it's slightly not as good as the, the at home audio, but like they so it's like twenty seconds left. Michigan's trying to get on to um try to get in field position of field goal. They're like at the forty five they're on their own forty five. And like I think it was a false start, uh or or Ohio State timeout, whatever. So like right away there's like a whistle, but like the players are playing through it because like it's a big, giant, loud stadium. And then like it's clearly something weird's happening where like some of the refs are stopping and the quarterback is like just scrambles out. And like, again, it's like one situation where half the players are still playing. And um, the safety comes and hits the quarterback like 10 or 15 yards downfield. And like he kind of picks up the quarterback and puts him down. And I think the quarterback was upset because, like, he kind of knew that the whistle blew, but he was still running. Um, but then Joe Clack goes on for, like, two minutes, like, talking about, like, how upset uh, the quarterback is about getting hit in the head and, like, saying, like, John Harbaugh is complaining about it. 
or Jim Harbaugh, whatever Harbaugh. Uh, but it was about like the play being stopped. Like the clock already changed. They removed the ball back and he was still rambling on like nothing was going on. And this is like, this is what makes the good announcers good. Just look at what's going on. And if something changes, go like, oh, wait, like what's going on? He's just, he's the worst. Uh, you know, and it's one of those things where I look like you want to hear some like old school things that me and Mike used to talk about. Me and Mike spent so much time talking about Gus Johnson as the Knicks play by play guy back in the, the late 90s and 2000s. Like that guy was the truth. He's awesome. I love him. But he's doing college football, which I don't love. And he's doing it with this idiot Joe Clatt. So I, it makes me sad. I don't know if there's anything you Hashtag guys can say about Eamon that. Hates broadcasters. Yeah, no, I like some of them, but just be good at it. I've tried to like watching sports over the years, just like try to ignore broadcasters. Like I used to like hate Joe Buck and Tim McCarver, like in baseball and that stuff. But like now I just try to enjoy like the product for what it is. And I take the commentary as it goes. Uh, cool. So what I'm going to do now is, uh, I, uh, so speaking of trips to my in-laws, uh, so it's like a, it was a three hour drive from where I was driving from. Um, so, you know, and you're, you're on the highway. So you're just thinking about stuff and, you know, I, I have a, a, a rule change for Ellie. Cause I, I think, I think shaking up the divisions works, but I don't like with the golf thing that was kind of long and dry. And I don't think the song thing worked perfectly. Um, <laughs> and I, you know, and you know, th- this might be just because I feel a little frustrated that I was the fifth highest in scoring and had really had no shot at making the playoffs this past weekend. But I think who's the first highest. You, uh, you do you want, do you want to slow the momentum of my, my explanation here? Um, no, 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 no. Sorry. I just, just, so I, I ran this, I ran Henry's hearing this with fresh ears. I ran this idea by you Ray and I ran this idea by Mike. There's two versions of it with like, one version even having a third kind of like uh, slightly adjustment thing. Um, and I'm trying to get this out now because I want to do it for next year, but what's happening now in the league will affect that. So after this podcast, I'm also going to announce that this will be a rule change so that people won't say like, well, I didn't know, so we shouldn't pass it yet. I think th- there's two. I'll do the more extreme first and then we'll do the slightly lesser extreme. I think the winner of the loser bracket should be about allowed to pick all three teams in their division. And then we just randomly select, or maybe the second team gets to pick the next three teams. Um, so that's one version. And then the third team picks the third division. Well, the third, I mean, that would be whoever's left. Cause I would pick three theoretically. Right, right, right. Uh, Ryan would pick right. the next three. So then there'd just be the four people left. So the second option would be that instead of just one player doing this would be the top three teams would then just do a draft of the picks and, and the team that finishes first will always have the first pick in the round. So like uh, team a would go one Oh one and then two Oh one and three Oh one. And then second team would be two Oh two, three or one Oh two, two Oh two, three Oh two. And then the third team's that. Um, so I would believe maybe either that's the top that's the top three teams in the loser division, or something that might be cool to give to the champ is 
the first two teams are from the loser who won the loser pool, and then the champ gets to pick his his own division. Um, I don't know. So why don't you? Uh, I know Ray, you had something to say, but also if Henry, you want to jump in first, uh, I'm I'm open to ideas and like maybe we can tweak this. Ray, why don't you go first so I can digest since I'm hearing this for the first time. Um, not something okay. I'm against. I just need to talk it through more. Gotcha. So off the rip. Uh, so like my only thing, Eamon, is I know you're like, oh, man, you know, I want to play everybody at their best. and blah, 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 blah. So I'm just thinking like, for one, let's just say you won the loser bracket. Are you going to pick a division like the first division, like division one? Or, you know, or are you going to pick a three chance and an Amen, right? Because I off the back, I want to play you, Amen two times a year. I want to play Henry two times a year. And I want to play a dude like Mike, who Amen. I don't have the music queued up yet. But I would love to play Mike two times. Well, I played Mike two times a year this year. But I just never played, like, also to Brad. Like, Brad, a dude who's my man, right? Like, I would like to play. I would like. I like. I would love to play Amon twice, uh, Henry twice, and then Brad. I think that would just be awesome. Or, or even, uh, even Matt, right? Like, I think that would be awesome to play y'all, regardless of how good or bad your team is. I, I think it's just fun having those matchups. Like, like our whenever I play Henry or I play Amon or I, you know what I mean? Like, whenever we play each other, it's always like pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick anybody who's loaded up on picks next year. Like I think Matt has a ton of picks. Um, I might just, I, I know my brother, so I might take a risk on him. Like if we did the thing where I have to pick, like my brother, I might, if I I don't get like the top three choices, I might put Brian in there just because like, you know, he's still got Isaiah Spiller on his team. I mean, come on. Or maybe he doesn't. He's gonna ask you your he's gonna ask you your opinion on on what he should do, and you're gonna sabotage him. I wouldn't sabotage him. Um, like you did this year. No, I mean mean, he told he told him not to keep George Kittle, and I mean I probably wouldn't have kept George Kittle. I told him to draft Dalvin Cook too. Um but that didn't happen. No, I mean I, I think I do think it's maybe slightly too much if it's like the winner of the bracket gets to pick all three of his teams. But that's the version Mike actually liked, which I was kind of like, wow, okay. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I think I'm probably pretty heavily favored to win this uh, bracket for the third year in a row, which is, you know, it's 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 something. It doesn't feel like winning actually gives me enough of an advantage to, to make it really worth putting in the time and energy, per se. So I'm, I'm just thinking, like, there may be tweaks we can do to improve this. Um, so... We'll see. What, what what are your what are your thoughts, Henry? So I part of me likes the different divisions every year. You know, like I love I love finally being in the division with you this year, Eamon, and playing Matt and playing Brad. Like it it was a gauntlet this year playing, you know, three of, you know, the smarter I don't want to say smarter, but like more knowledgeable people in the league. But like at the same time, like I'd like to play Brad again next year when he doesn't have any picks and doesn't really have any keepers again. You know, like so I feel like I, I played through Brad this year. I want to play through him again next year. So like that that's part of my thought is like, well, maybe we should keep the divisions for like three years and then do it because, you know, like I had to face Ray last year when he threw away all of his good draft picks and like Brad actually did something with his draft picks this year. So, but um, as far as those rule changes go, like I, 
I think keeping everybody involved throughout the fantasy season, and, and that's a big part of what this league is all about, and like letting that consolation bracket winner, you know, pick their division, I I wouldn't be against it, I don't think. I, I think that's something I could vote for. Like, um, you know, you you put in the work, you put in the time, like you missed out, but hey, like let me go. Not only do I get to pick my draft pick, but now I'm putting um my thoughts into what next year might be. And we do that with the playoffs too, with this consolation, well not consolation bracket, but um the wild card round where one faces two and they're basically choosing their own destiny. So I, I kind of like that about this league that it's becoming a, a choose your own path type of thing. We choose our draft pick, we choose our matchups, and now we choose our divisions. I, I think it fits the theme. Yeah, I um I mean it it is definitely a valid critique of like especially you know, I, I think there so I'm obviously not rooting for one person in the playoffs. Um <laughs> but <laughs> there are some people I'm rooting for more in some ways. And I think, you know, in a weird way, I'm rooting for Ray to do well. Um because really? him going him going all in on the picks will I think promote more trading moving in the future. Like you can't you can't have like, you know. You can't sit on the fence and go like, well, I'll try to make the playoffs. Because like this year, you know, with what rosters Brad and Mike and you, Henry and, and Ray have, like you can't, you're not going to get lucky for five weeks. <laughs> and so like that does make me think if there is more trading, then, you know, it would be much better to go against Brad without all of his picks next year. Um, but the problem is he traded to Matt. So it's not... It wouldn't work out as well this year, but um, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know how I, I, I feel like I just remember I played Kamara for the first four years of this league, even when we changed divisions. Somehow Brian ended up in my division again, <laughs> and like every time, all like if you look at the first, the early part of his career, all the like forty point games, I was playing my brother, and it's like it was so infuriating because the rest of his roster wouldn't do that great, but like. When you have one player going for 40, it's like, well, it doesn't matter. Hard to lose that game. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll I'll put it out in the chat. Hopefully some people will jump on board in some way. I, I just think like I feel like we should create more of an advantage for winning that like loser thing. Cause like I just I don't think it affects like I don't know if it's like an extra first round pick or something because it also will help will stop um, tanking like what what that person did last year with like having like literally no fantasy worthy players on their team is like this is ugly but like I don't like if I could pick like Brad and Ray's team where they don't have any picks in the first five or six rounds next year like that's well worth a first round pick. To me, um, like yeah, that's, a, a that's... Leonard Fournette level first round pick. Right. I, I 100% agree. Yeah, um, me too. And and like I said, like it, it fits the theme of, of choosing your own destiny. Like, okay, like you chose Brad, you chose weighing your division. Now you're you're either going to, you know, reap the, uh, sow the benefits, reap, reap, reap and sow, whatever goes on. But, you know, you're, you're either going to live with it or die with it. 
All hey, right. man, you've really done a great job with uh, what you would change uh, this this segment of what you would change in real football or what you would change in the in the fantasy league. You've done a great job. I, I spend a lot of time living inside my head, which is really cool sometimes and really, really, really awful a lot of the other times. Uh, have you have you all ever looked at your screen time, like what you spend your most apps on, like the percentage? Around this time of the year, the last like few months, Sleeper is at an all-time high usage on my, like, it's crazy. And then the rest of the year just goes down. Like, not, <laughs> I don't look at it. After. It's it's insane. You guys should check it. Yeah, Sleeper is always in the top six there on my thing, even in the offseason because I'm looking at other stuff. Uh, oh, very nice. My neuroticness. Like, the, the one thing, like, I'm, ex- I'm kind of excited, like, once the season's over, I can then use my Fantasy Pro thing to start setting up mocks. But, like, literally, this feels crazy. Like, I have no idea what people's keepers are going to be like. Because, like, there's, what? There's Dak. Dak's going to be kept. Never mind. Uh, but he's <laughs> he's going to be a third-round quarterback. Joe Burrow is good. Or, sorry. Joe Dak is going to be a second-round quarterback. Joe Burrow is going to be a second-round quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is going to be a second-round quarterback. Kyler Murray is going to be a second-round quarterback. Like, who's going to actually keep those guys? Because, like, it, it's at the point where it's like, is it really worth it? And if those guys go back in and then you have Jonathan Taylor going back in, like the first round is going to be, it's going to be loaded next year. It, it's going to be the deepest that since I've been in the league, I, I feel like, cause I, I entered the second year. So there was already that first year of draft. It's going to yeah, be like, it's going to be the, the most like a normal one, like a normal draft. That That's almost how I felt about when I was throwing like Derrick Henry back in. And I almost threw Cooper cup back in until that trade went through. But I was like, if I can just expand the depth of the first round a little bit, my first round pick won't be as like, you know, awful as it's been in the years past if I wound up with six or seven <laughs> and then I lucked into pick number two and, you know. And then, I mean, I, I just think like then if you really do the map, like you, Joe Burrow, who probably went in the first round, the middle of the first round last year, will probably be slid to the back of the first round. So, you know, there isn't the value there. Like that's, that's one of the things I'm struggling with Kyler is like, is Kyler going to be it? And the, the only problem is that, like, this Saints organization, I mean, I, I have no idea what's going on there. And I'm constantly checking Nick Underhill's uh, Twitter to see if, like, they're going to bring in Jameis. Because, like, I don't think Jameis is going to win more games, per se. But, like, throw it to Chris Olave more than four times, for God's sake. Um, you know who they? You know who they should start? No. They shouldn't. Don't, don't they have to cut him. him. They need to start the Storm and Mormon so I can start him this week. He, don't you have in. to right now? No, nah, we're talking it over. My team is talking it over. Who's going to start it right now? We, I, I was thinking because I, I, I had a feeling the Saints would come up today. Um, I, I came up with the analogy of like, Taysom Hill is just junk food in your house when you're trying to like lose weight and you're like, you're pretending like somehow it's good for you, but like they need to get rid of Taysom Hill because like they bring him out so many times that it like completely stops the offense. And you're like, I'm not one of these guys who doesn't think like you can bring in trick players, but like the the Taysom Hill stuff is just like it's just I don't know. Watching the Saints games has been so rough. It's it's almost as bad as watching the Broncos games, but not quite. The game where they let him play a lot though. The the, the game where they let him play a lot though. It was awesome. All right. 
Let's move on to the matchups. I think uh I think we Wait, should want, we, we, can we do a reactions? Oh, you're you're ready? No, I do not have a reactions this week, but I do have a segment called Hen Rays Locks for the week. Play the music, Eamon. Okay. Too loud. So in place of the reactions this week, we have Hen Rays. You see what I did there? Hen Rays Locks of the Week. We're going with Jamar Chase, touchdown. Trevor Lawrence, over passing yards. We're going Saints money line, New England money line. Devin Singletary, under rushing. A.J. Dillon, over rushing. Traylon Burks, over receiving yards. Justin Jefferson, under receiving yards. And Nick Chubb with the over. Hen, Hen, the Henry, I mean Hen, what do you have for that? What do you have on your locks? for the Thursday night game. So no one take the Patriots. Please don't. That's a terrible pick. Ignore him there. <laughs> I'd maybe play everything else. Um, Josh Allen over 42 and a half rushing yards, minus 120 on DraftKings right now. I'd lock that in like immediately after hearing this. They're going to run the ball against the Patriots. They're going to try to stop Stephon Diggs. Josh Allen's going to be pressured. He's going to have to run. 42 and a half is good for this bet. It's good for my fantasy team against Ray. What's not to love about it? <laughs> Very good. Love it. And that was him, Ray's locks. Hold on. Hold. Of the week. Oh, and that was Tim Hold. Ray's locks. All right. Ten. And, and that was him, Ray's locks. Of the week. Alright. We'll figure Nobody it out somehow. Together. I don't know how, but we'll figure <laughs> it out. Um cool. That was really um, good. So I will say let's let's save the main event for last. Uh we'll 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 start with the playoff matchup preview of the teams that won't go home but are playing to choose um Frank or Jay, whoever wins there. I have a feel. I have a feeling that that's who they'll they'll pick. Um, they'll pick the Long Island Why? Brawlers versus the Hotel Hoppers. So, yeah. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I like that. Um, so looking at the matchup with Mike and Brad, um, I don't know who made the Jamar Chase pick, but is uh, we're sorry, this is terrible. I'm bad at hosting. me locking in for a touchdown. Um, we're going to pick X factor players that will either win or sink, uh, teams chances of winning this week. So do you, Ray, do you want to go first and talk about Mike's X factor player? I'm assuming it might Uh, be related to that. uh, Well, so again, yes, Jamar chase, Jamar chase, um, last year had caught 11 balls for like 266 yards and three touchdowns. It was it was insane. And he also, I mean, also, too, who's throwing him the ball? Uh, uh, Joe Burrow, right? He plays on my team. So I hope that that happens. But I think even more so um, is Justin Fields. Uh, that's the guy who's going to either make a break. Because if he plays like how he was playing, which, I mean, I don't know how this dude's getting back out there potentially with the separated shoulder, the AC joint. Like, even though it's not your throwing shoulder, 
yo, it's going to hurt if he gets tackled. Like, regardless if he falls on the shoulder, that's going to hurt. So I think if Justin Fields can put up, like, 25 points, I think this is going to make, uh, you know, Mike win the win, win the the matchup because, again, Brad's team – Brad is, like, limping into the, the playoffs. Again, like, I don't really like to say stuff because, obviously, they still have to play the game, right? And, you know, Brad has, has been killing it all year. But he lost two, he's lost two straight, and granted, that doesn't mean anything. But, I mean, Drake – he has to start Drake London. Uh, Mike Evans hasn't really been killing it. Um, Kelsey – I mean, I think it's going to be a shootout, so I think Kelsey and Mahomes do their thing, do their regular pre-touchdown thing or whatever. But A.J. Brown hasn't really been great, and Tennessee Titans defense – I just I just think if Jamar – I mean, uh, if Justin Fields can play at a high level, um, and, and he's probably going to be – that means he's probably going to be throwing the ball and get rid of it quick, hopefully – Cole Komet, um, I think that'll uh, take uh, Mike Mike over the long time. Sorry to be long-winded. No, you're, you're good. Uh, if there's any players, Henry, that were not discussed, you can, you can pick that as your X factor. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I actually agree that like if Justin Fields play, that's a big X factor for Mike. Uh, um, Mike White's a great story for the Jets, but yes, sir. who's he have for four starts in his career? So um, the good news is you lose the matchup. Doesn't mean too much. Um, I, I think the other player for Mike that might be an X factor is Rashad White. Um, I think if Leonard Fournette goes, like he'll obviously put him in. But w- like Rashad White's been on a tear recently, even though the yards per carry aren't really adding up. Like he's been a big receiver out of that backfield, and he could take points away from Mike Evans, which would favor uh, Mike in this instance, where mm-hmm. now Brad's not getting points from Mike Evans here. So. Um, yeah, Justin Fields my number one, Rashad White my number two. So I think what I'll try to do is uh, I'll try to pick longer shots that will be like that I could see having really big games that will help them to win. I think I'm sure you guys have been hearing this a lot because it's it's a set that's popped up today or this week of the 92 targets and no touchdowns for Deontay Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, I am sometimes a big believer, especially in like those small markets that are like, like you can't go in some place in, in Pittsburgh and not hear sports talk radio going on. So I have a feeling that like Deontay Johnson puts up like two touchdowns, maybe like one's like a, a jet sweep just cause like they just want to go like, no, he, he's a playmaker for us. So I, I think Mike's guy, if, if Mike wins, that will be surprisingly the X factor will be Deontay Johnson. I like um, that pick. I mean, Deontay Johnson is the reason. Deontay Johnson getting his little uh, few catches is the thing that got him into this matchup, which is crazy. He won by three points. Wow. I, Shout I, out to I Willie. Almost, Shout out to I Willie, by the way. I almost claimed Deontay Johnson when he was dropped. I think accidentally. I'm not sure. I don't know why he was dropped. Like, he hasn't been great. But I almost dropped a little bit of fab on it because that's the one thing that I do have going for me right now is my was my fab lead until today. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't hate that Deontay pick. All right. Well, Henry, why don't you uh why don't you go first with uh Brad's X Factor player? Sure. So with Brad, um it, it, I think it's gotta be Nick Chubb. Like, how is Nick Chubb gonna do with Deshaun Watson back? Mm-hmm. Is Deshaun Watson gonna take some rushing yards away? Is he gonna vulture a rushing touchdown away? You know, Nick Chubb's been one of the top running backs in the league, but now you have an actual running quarterback percent ran the ball a little bit, but it's a big time player. They might want to get him involved versus the Texans. Um, yeah, it's Nick Chubb. 
right? Who, who, who do you, I mean, yeah, I think the, the only concern you have with like as bad as the Texans have been and if they want to show off Watson is like, will they be up like 24 nothing at the end of the first quarter because like Nick Chubb ran 50, 60 yards and got caught at the one and you don't get the touchdowns, but he has like, Hundred yards at the half, and they just go like, "Well, let's let's not get him hurt." Um, that'd Jaren be my Johnson. only fear. Um, but Ray, what do what do you think about who who do you think's Brad's uh, X Factor player? To to piggy super fast to piggyback off what y'all just said about that. I don't know if like the Browns are favored in this game, but I don't necessarily know if the Houston Rock Houston uh Rockets the 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 Texans are going to uh just roll over. I mean, they did a really good job um, on the Dolphins run game that has been pretty good. I know it's not Nick Chubb. I know Jeff Wilson's not Nick Chubb, but I mean, they did a pretty damn good job. Um, And I I don't see Houston just rolling over in this game. Now, as far as, uh, especially also too, it's like a revenge game or whatever, one person or another, I don't don't know. Now, I think the X factor is Derek Carr. he has Patrick Mahomes and him and Kelsey can literally make up the points. Like they could, right. I think Cincinnati, I hope Cincinnati is a shootout. Like I hope it is. I hope it's not raining or any BS like that or whatever. Right now it looks like it's going to be sunny. I hope it's not raining in, in, in Cincinnati, but um, so it can be like the, the shootout that we all want to see. Like that's going to be a really good game. I wish it was the night game. Actually, I wish the 49ers Dolphins was the night game, but that's my bias. Derek Carr is going to be the X factor for Bradley because we play in a two quarterback league and it is very imperative that he gets production from Derek Carr. Uh, Derek Carr has been, you know, pretty much the same the last two weeks. Um, and he's, I mean, he's been pretty solid as long as he doesn't get that New Orleans one point game. Um, and he's able to throw against uh, the Chargers because I honestly think that everyone's going to try and do their best to stop uh, um, Josh Jacobs uh, this week. And Josh Jacobs is still going to get his points, and I think he's still going to get his volume. But I think uh, the cornerbacks, Asante Samuel Jr., is actually really good. Um, and uh, the Chargers are actually uh, pretty good against the pass. Um, so if he can get the ball to Devontae um, and, and Hollins, I, I think, and, and Foster Moreau, I think uh, Bradley Bradley can win with Derek Carr playing well. What about you, Eamon? Yeah, I, 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 uh, just for Derek Carr, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna go like when we make our pick I'm, I'm, uh, yeah uh, I'll, I'll talk about what i make my pick um but for the the extractor player that i'm looking at like the problem is with the long shots on brad's team i'm not picking jacoby myers or drake london i don't i don't i don't think they're set up to be successful um i think the the player that can kind of it's a little hard because like mike evans has been pretty bad most of this year and the last seven matchups, he's only scored double-digit points against New Orleans once. But I have a feeling that, like, New Orleans might be really on the fringe of, like, giving up. Um, hmm. Like, watching that San Francisco game, it's like, those guys were playing hard, but, like, to not be able to score at all when you're in the red zone as many times as they were is, like, it's got to be it's gotta be rough. And I can just see Mike Evans just, like, having his big game um, so I'll, I'll say it, his X factor, who's a long shot because he's not been playing well this year is, is Mike Evans. Um, do you guys want to make a pick Henry? You want to go first? Sure. Um, also I just want to point out as playing in this type of game in the last two years, I played in this one versus two matchup. It's the most like 
easy matchup, but it's still like stressful because like if you win it, it's like, oh my god, who like if I if I pick and mess this up, it's gonna be bad because I did that the first yeah. year where I, I picked uh, Willie, I think, and then I wanted Willie again last year for the revenge game. But um, I I'm gonna go Mike because I just don't think Brad is like in this matchup. I think he's looking more long term for 14, 15, 16. Where Mike, with the being a little bit banged up with this team, I think he might want to win this and try to get to the easy, easier matchup. Ray, who do you, who do you got? Um, I just I I, I kind of think it not to pick against Brad, but I think Mike's team is overall better. I mean, the projections don't show that, but I think I yeah I think I think even if he start if even if he had to start Mike White, um. I think that his team is, is, is the team ends up being better. I, on that day. I, I I'm uh, just because um, I have to be honest about stuff. I think I think Brad wins it. Um, I think Mike of all the teams in the playoffs is going to benefit most from this bye because like hopefully the Kamara thing gets figured out. Hopefully like. We'll see this weekend how much Demar Chase is playing. So Mike can kind of like put Demar Chase out there, but like if he plays like twenty five percent of the snaps, it's like oh he gets a he gets to learn that, which not a lot of people in fantasy this week can do. Because uh, I right. think you know I don't I have no idea with this hip thing like if Demar Chase is going to be Demar Chase this year. Um, like people don't get hip injuries and play football that year, so it's not like we have a track record. So you know, um, but I, I think Mike's team is just or Brad's team is just set up. He's got more green on his side. I think AJ Brown, they're going to really try to make a point. Like it's clear that Sirianni is one of these guys who wants to make points as like he yelled at the Colts fans because Frank Wright got yes, fired after getting yeah. paid $25 million by the Colts. Boo-hoo. Um, yeah. Calm, calm down, Sirianni. Jesus Christ. But I do think they'll, t- they'll try to make a point with AJ Brown to like, find a way to get him three touchdowns. So I, I think there's a lot of guys who could have big games. And I think, you know, uh, the Chiefs going against the Bengals who kind of like stole that championship game last year, I think Mahomes and Kelsey are going to go out there and make a point. Like, I, I you know, I think this is this is the best week to to face Brad because, like, you don't lose and go home. Cool. All right. Well, let's go on to uh, the uh, the three six matchup. Um, the division winner, Frank, um, Mr. John Your himself. Ink. It's not Willie. No, it's not. It's not a bit. Uh, Frank. He's playing the other Long Island guy, the Long Island guy bowl brawlers. Uh, <laughs> Long Jay. Island guy bowl. <laughs> uh, we should. Uh, we should have Mike just like uh, start a text conversation and screenshot the track talk between the, the two of them. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see if that happens. Um, all right. So let's see. Uh, why don't we have uh, Ray, why don't you tell us why do you, I'll just give you the room. Who do you want to say for the X player on which team? Um, so I would say I would say it's Tony Pollard because if he ends up going crazy again because he had a little low on Thanksgiving, if he ends up going crazy again, yes. But again, quarterbacks are essential. I'm going to say Jimmy G. Now, Miami's defense 
has been, you, you're able to move the ball against Miami's defense. But no Elijah Mitchell, Debo's a little banged up, and Christian McCaffrey's a little bit banged up. So maybe he has to put it in the air a little bit more. Um, granted, uh, the corner is still out for Miami, by Byron Jones. Um, and, you know, the, the Miami's going to have their own problems on offense. Uh, but again, the Miami defense is pretty good um, uh, in, in the secondary. Um, Nick Chubb is there. And I, I don't know if Christian McCaffrey is not 100 percent. There's no one for Jimmy G to just check it down to like, you know, five, six times a game. So um, if Jimmy G can complete the ball to Kittle and Ayuk and, and if people's feeling good, um, I think I think Jimmy G is the next factor. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's Dak. I mean, that that is a thing we haven't talked to him enough about that, like that little pickup of Ayuk really makes the stack with Jimmy G palatable. Yep. Um, and I think it's helped carry Frank last month. So uh, I think that's a good pick. Henry, who do you got? So since Ray took uh, Jimmy G and Ayuk, basically, with that stack. <laughs> oh, and Tony <laughs> and then, Pollard. And, all, and also Tony Pollard. And, like, I mean, we all know Austin Eckler is great. Um, I'm going to go Darius Slayton here. I know this is more, like, on your line, Eamon, with the long shot. That was going to you know, be what I have they, to do. Now they to don't – you know, the Giants, they – they're going to need Darius Slayton here. I know not a lot of people are high on him because the the Red uh, Redskins commanders are just going to they're going to have to focus in on him because who else has thrown Richie James? He's had some good games, I guess. But um, yeah, I think if Slayton can break one out, like a nice little sixty yard touchdown pass from Daniel Jones, this this matchup could tilt in the favor of Frank very quickly. Yeah, I was going to bring up that um, the first couple years. Darius Slayton was known for those like long six yard touchdowns. He has had, he hasn't had one of those this year. Um, I do think like division matchups and when two teams are going in separate momentum, sometimes that just completely reverses, which I think and I hope for this weekend. Cause I I think like Washington's been winning some games, but I also think they're they're set up to to do some uh some failing. But I was I was gonna pick uh um Darius Slayton, so I'm just I'm biding time here as I reopen the app because uh, <laughs> it crashed. Um, I mean, no, I'm not picking him. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I was looking at I was looking. I, at I mean, we can, we can we can just agree. No, I'll, I'll, I'll you go, could agree. I'll go. Um, Gerald Everett. I think now. Uh, sorry. I'll just go with Amon or Sid Brown. I mean, he's he's projected to get 14 points, which seems like a lot, but um I, I just, against Bill the Bills. I, I just I think he's gonna I think I think the Jaguars are one of these teams that like can literally show up and play awesome or also play terrible. And that's even like quarter to quarter. Um so mm. um yeah. Like so, Oakland, like Oakland. Cool. All right. Well, uh, so I'll I'll let uh Henry go first so Ray doesn't bet off Jay's entire lineup. Uh, who do you have for uh, <laughs> uh Jay's uh X Factor player? I, I think he has two players, but I'm gonna go with uh, DeAndre Swift. Jamal Williams is getting all the touchdowns there right now, but all it takes is one play for Swift to break something out. He's been banged up all year. But, I mean, again, that Jacksonville matchup, it, it's hit or miss. And Swift can 
catch that one little dump off and take it to the house, and that that could be matchup swaying in uh, Jay's favor. Yeah, that's. I I have a weird sense they they have to do something with him this week. Otherwise, like I don't know. Like I was thinking about this because it came up on one of the podcasts I was listening to. Like, what is what are they going to do next year with everything? Like, they somehow they got lucky enough that the the Rams are so terrible that they can maybe package their picks and get to the number one pick or. Uh, well, they won't get the number one pick because Texans will have it, and they're not going to trade a quarterback away. But like, like you bring Jamal Williams back again next year, and then just like take away DeAndre Swift and say like, "Hey, you're just kind of a specialty player." I don't know. It's it's a very weird running back situation that they've had there because they had um they drafted Carryon Johnson a little bit high where they had him, and then they sort of like throw him to the side and. They drafted Abdullah a little high, and they throw him to the side. So it, it wouldn't be shocking to see them just throw Swift to the side and and start over. Yeah. So Ray, who's who's your uh, X Factor player here? Listen, man, I think. Uh... Listen, man. <laughs> My thing. Um, I'm gonna say it's Gabe Davis. Um, oh, come on, that was my other guy. That that was my other guy that I was thinking. Okay. The most I thought, but I thought Eamon had him, so I wanted to go. You know, <laughs> the the most boomier, the most boomy or bust dude, I think ever in because it's like he got drafted so high and everyone was so <laughs> high on him, and like, you know, like he could go Pittsburgh on you or he can go Baltimore on you, right? Like. Like the the splits are so crazy, um, you know, from game to game. Um, but like going, if you're following along, it's like one good game, two bad games, one good game, two bad games, one good game, two bad games, missed game, started off the season decent. I think this is the game where he goes, uh, where he goes crazy. So, I so now I have to go a little off beat here. I think that well, if if Jay's to win because he's he's uh. Frank doesn't have a defense in yet, but once the defense goes in, that's plus eight or nine. He he's a five or six point projected winner. But I I think I think Frank's lineup is definitely way more sturdier. So I just I just think what uh in order for Jay to advance, he needs like multiple players on Frank's team to fall flat on their face, and in order to beat that, he needs stability, which I think. So my long shot in a weird way, because like you guys took all the, the good ones, is, is Daniel Jones because he's just been so stable at getting those mid-teens to 20, and he's not going to give you a Carson Wednesday or a Derek Carr day or like one point. Um, he's just giving you that like 15 to 18 points. And like that's a, you know, the situation would be like Jay wins 111 <laughs> to Frank's 98. And I think like, Daniel Jones can create 20% of Jay's points there. And I, I'll just go with that. Cool. And then um, as we are wrapping up this last bit, and then we'll come back in, uh, who do you guys have winning? Uh, Ray, you can go first on who you have winning. Man, I would not want to play Frank's team. Uh, that's straight up. I think Frank wins. Henry? Um, I'm in agreement again. I think Frank's going to take this. 
And I kind of agree with Ray in like a season-long take where Frank might be able to surprise someone in the next round. I know that it doesn't seem that way, but man, like Ray finished with the least points against this year. Like something weird is going on in the league again. You know, Ray weird. always has the most scored against them. So, right. I'm going to go with Frank. Yeah, I think, I mean, Austin Eckler is uh, such a, a bizarre fantasy football uh, character. Because, um, like, I love him. He just gets so many points in weird ways. And, like, I think, like, honestly, if I was the Chargers, I would have to do, like, a real assessment. And, like, is the fact that they lean on Eckler and use him in that way actually hurting the team? Um, I do have theories on, like, you can get yards that are actually hurting hurting your team. Um, But I I would try to do a research project and figure out, like, it's like the Justin Herbert is just, I don't know. He's just not aggressive enough. And I think maybe the safety blanket of Eckler is just like, he's just sitting on it too much. Um, No, I I think Frank, I think Frank could definitely (laughs) get Brad or um, Mike. I just, I just don't think his team is up there for a month. So like if, if he beats Brad or Mike in the next round, I think facing, you know, the other person or Ray or your team, Henry, I think that'll be tough. Like, I I still have scars from that one day uh, when Derrick Henry scored forty points on the last game of the regular <laughs> season, and you beat me. And like, it was it was in it was against Jacksonville. I was fixing a plumbing problem in my house, like the sink, like the elbow broke. So I was like going in and like, like every time I picked up my phone, I'm like, wait, this can't be right. Derrick Henry can't have like ten more points because like he had like four or five points. Sorry, I'm just. Have, I have Derek Henry trauma. I, uh, I I remember that too. I remember I remember you telling that story, huh? <laughs> I have Derek Henry trauma. It's all right. Um, all right. Uh, so we'll we'll now do the main event. Uh, I'm gonna give you guys some room because like before we even started recording the full podcast, you guys were uh just sending each other roses and stuff, and uh, so I'll just let you guys talk about how you're mentally going into this. Um. If you guys don't want to say an X Factor player, I can just do all this so it, it doesn't feel like you're jinxing yourself by saying, like, um, I don't know. I'm going to start Damon Harris, and I have a feeling he's going to score 25 points and then score two points. Uh, I was just trying to pick one player that you guys have on your team. And- he dropped Damian Harris. Thank yeah. God I did. Well, no, yeah. like, it, it's a, it's a, am I going to start in the last four weeks? Probably not thing. So I need yeah, to, I, would, I need to I think would... now and long term. I was going to say, I think, Ray, um, you've done something this year that maybe sometimes you don't always do, is where you, you've picked up multiple defenses, and, like, that's just, like, some, like, you know, more sophisticated fantasy managing when you're in the playoffs is, like, start dropping players who definitely aren't going to start and just, like, loading up on defenses or other situations. I, I think that's a, that was a very crude move picking up the Ravens because I think they're one of the teams they keep listing as, like, the best fantasy playoffs because – yeah, they're they're facing the Falcons in week sixteen and the Steelers in week seventeen. Um and then also the Steelers in week fourteen. Like that's gonna be a very good uh defense to have in the playoffs. They always play you know how those defenses play um each other, like it's always like a a real fist fight whenever any of those what is that, the AFC North play each other? Um 
And I think I, I I'm pretty sure I, I forgot when I actually picked them up, but what week? But I think like like no one was paying attention to them, and I was like, hmm, uh, the Dolphins' defense is extremely susceptible. So who who's great rest of the season? And I was November like, okay, second, wow, yeah, everybody was sleeping. Like I was like, oh my god, I got this with zero dollars. Like great. So. That's the thing too about the fab. I realized that, like, even without—I mean, granted, I would—I would have loved to drop. I would have dropped fifty dollars on Zonovan just, just off. The oh, name. I know you would have. Oh, I know you would have. Just, just off the name, I'm just, I would have dropped. Even if he was terrible, I would have—I would have got him. Like, there's certain players, you know, like I love Jeff Wilson, and um, there's a couple other guys that I actually just like. I like Taysom Hill a lot. Whatever. Like, I would have just grabbed them off of the fact that I like him. But um, yeah, man, uh, everyone was sleeping, and I—I I was like, oh, the Ravens pretty much. The Ravens got like forty whatever dropped on them. And they still managed to score nine points against the Dolphins. So I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a defense I can get behind." Thanks. Yeah. So, what are what are you guys thinking as you're heading into this matchup? Like, what what is your thoughts? What is what what are you guys feeling? You, so we can go first. Just just to piggyback off of what you were saying, Emin. Like, I texted Ray. It must have been like week three or four. Like, Ray started off a little hot after, you know, like how was he going to do after the draft? And I, I I WhatsApped him. I was like, Ray, like you're a different like you're a different person this year in this league. And it, maybe part of it is because like, you can't pick up and drop and snip snap every two seconds and make 300 moves in a year. Like maybe fab actually saves Ray, but he just seemed more meticulous. <laughs> you did say that. He was he, just from early on, he was on it. And I was like, Oh man. And I pointed out to him, I was like, this could be a problem for me because playing in this tough division, I'm going to need a wild card spot somewhere. Um, so yeah, right. The fact that you picked up Baltimore November second, like I, I wasn't even thinking about that on, on November second. And I like to think, like I think I've had conversations with Amon where I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking about next year, but like it's just like a blueprint and stuff like that. Like, dude, like I, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna stream defenses this year and do that. So, kudos to that. But yeah, my my head is that like I I don't know how to approach Ray this year. Like Ray for the past couple of years, he's been in my punching bag. He's been in my division. I've been able to beat up on him and and pad my stats and. Like he beat me that one time last year, yeah, whatever. Like we we all lose. Like I, I lost to Brian this year. I lost to I lost to Matt twice this year. Like it just it, like you say, right? Any given week. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know how to go about this because you you have two stacks where if the Raiders and the Dolphins both go off this week, I I don't have a shot. Like if both of them put up points, I don't have a shot. The like my, my team just is not as good as it's been in years past. It's a good team as the points show, like it's one of the top teams, but I don't know if it is that, that top team that I'm going into this playoff season saying I should win. So like, I, I'm, I'm a little nervous this year. I'm, I'm a little more nervous and, and I'm playing in a week that I haven't played in, in, you know, since, since it's been alive. Like I've been in the, wild card one, two round the last two years where I haven't had to worry about it. And I've just been sort of like sitting back and watching and just setting a lineup. So it, it's a, it's a new experience for me. Like I had to plan for week 13 and that's why I made all of these moves to move off of my week 13 and 14 buys. Like I, I had to get Najee Harris because he doesn't have a week 14 buy. And I had to trade for Russell Wilson of all quarterbacks because Mariota has a week 14 buy and Russell Wilson doesn't. And Hopefully Jordan Love takes this job because I really don't want to start Russell Wilson. Oh, do I not want to start Russell Wilson? 
But and then I still have he's a not he's not playing Vegas anymore, huh? And then like and then if I can make it past you next week, I don't have a wide receiver to start for Michael Pittman next week. So like it, it's been a very trying year, and part of it is because like I've held Calvin Ridley, like I've kept the spot for Calvin Ridley, but I, I'm always trying to think one year ahead where. What, what's the best move now? What's the best move midseason? It might not be the best move now, but I have this roster spot. I didn't carry a third quarterback most of the year because I decided I was going to trade for one at the trade deadline. So, you know, like this Calvin Ridley spot is kind of hurting me now because I can't drop him now. I've held him the, the entire season. And like, maybe I should, maybe I should have picked up Eli Moore last week. You know, like I picked him up in the leagues and that might come back to, if I can get past you this week, it's going to hurt me moving forward, but I need to focus on you this week. Ray, what's your mindset heading into this? Uh, well, I mean, this is the first year. I've, what have we done this? Uh, six years, Amy? Uh This will be the sixth season, yes, once we complete it. So, so this will be the sixth season and the first season I've made the playoffs. So this will be the second time um making the playoffs so number one a little nervous because uh first year um i kind of went out first round or whatever it was whack um, you didn't have my advice obviously uh that never happened mm-hmm. aim leave aim leaving in um second uh reason man is like yes uh the raiders you know Devonte. right now sleeper is telling me Devonte adams and josh jacobs are gonna go for 34 points together while i think that's wild and i think it's going to like again they're not playing the indianapolis colts right both of them went crazy those games and they you know the raiders lost which is crazy but i also think that uh the raiders are like it's been weird like the last few years they've been like a back half team where they'll do things like lose to the jets what was that two years ago and then they'll end up making the playoffs like they did last year right like after playing terrible the first part of the year so maybe this is the time that the raiders are kind of like doing their thing if i got if i got 15 points from each of them i'd be happy but um third i'm really concerned with the dolphins like it could either be a shootout with the 49ers or it could be a defensive struggle where it's it's 13 to nine, right? And Jeff Wilson has 50 yards and uh, Jalen Waddle doesn't really get a lot of balls. Um, and it's the dude number 14 and the, the fullback number 30 who are getting all the targets, right? Alec and Engel, Tua doesn't. Lots of Alec yes. rushing touchdowns this yeah. week. Let's go. Exactly. Bet gonna, I bet that. They, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna vulture touchdowns from my guys. I I, I kind of just feel like there's a lot of things that are in the way. Um if uh you know I, I think Joe Burrow's solid uh this week, but again, Damian Pierce has had two duds in a row. Um I'm hoping he gashes Cleveland's defense, but I just feel like, yes, if I go boom, we win, obviously. Uh but I you know, I think right now it's gonna start with Josh Allen. I think what I'm going to do to help me out with my nerves, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday are usually my busiest day. I think I'm going to get mad drunk tomorrow. And watch the game. I think that'll help me out. Like, like mad drunk. Because Friday, I don't have to do anything in the morning. Um, I have nerves. A lot of nerves. Um, I'm four, right? I'll, I'll be bowling tomorrow night. Um, I did, I did throw... You have something to take your mind off of it. Yeah, so, like, I'll be, like, a little bit off of it. And usually, I don't just play. I don't know if the Islanders play tomorrow night. I think they do. Like, usually, there's Islanders that play Thursday night. There's Thursday night football, so... 
there's a lot of distractions going on. But I mean, I, I traded for Josh Allen in another league. Uh, I traded Hawkinson, my boy, who, spoiler alert, might be kept, might be keeping two tight ends next year. I don't know, guys. Keep Ooh, it in your mind. Hello. hello. Um, big advantage. Um, but yeah, Huge. like J- Josh Allen's like a big, big player for me going into this week. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal my X factor though. It it it's got to be Mark Andrews, and I told you this mm-hmm. before we started recording. Mm-hmm. He, he hasn't put up double digit points since week six. So like, if he wants to go out there and put up like eight, I can I recover <laughs> from that? Like, can, but but can I recover from it? You know, like Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry, and Josh Allen Josh Allen. But like, if Joe Burrow doesn't want to find T Higgins and wants to find Tyler Boyd. Okay, there goes wide receiver one. If Matt Ryan wants to, you know, just play like Sam Ellinger, there goes wide receiver two. And if Chris Godwin hurts his knee and Mike Evans is a the guy, there goes wide receiver three. And that's really it. So, like, I really need Allen Henry, but importantly, Andrews to, you know, be tight end two. I need him to be my Kelsey of last year in the playoffs. Ray, do you want to go over your your uh, X Factor player? Because then I'm going to have a couple of questions for each of you, and then uh, I'll, I'll reveal who the actual X Factor players will be. Ooh, a follow up. Mm. Hello. Ooh, I think my X Factor, simply put, uh, Damian Pierce has been I a agree. hole. Damian Pierce has been a hole in my lineup uh, for the past two weeks, a glaring hole. Right, like again, Josh Jacobs scoring 45 points like covers a lot of holes right like <laughs> if you average that out between all the running backs last week or whatever like it's like everybody had a good game right like all my running backs played great but it, uh, again if Damian Pierce gives me a two what did he do last week if, if I get if I get I would be right now I would be happy if he gave me a combined score of the last two games that he did because he was terrible like he was bad last week like and then they stopped giving him the ball and I don't understand why Rex Burkhead is a part like see what you have in the rookie, right? I don't understand why Lovey Smith, like, why they're running Rex Burkhead out there for third downs. And now that they're, they're giving the Damian Pierce the ball a little bit more in the passing game um, the last few weeks that I, I actually really enjoy that. But he's been doing, like, nothing with it. There was one game where he actually had a monster game, but he had, like, six catches for, like, eight yards or something like that, which was crazy to me. Like, what's going on there? Um that's my X factor. Uh, again, I think uh, I, I'm going to just go right to it um, and, and not be long winded. So, Eamon, you can get to it. Chris Godwin um, is, I think, your X factor. Uh, Henry, um, you didn't have him, I don't think, or he played bad in our matchup um, earlier this year. He didn't, he didn't like kill it. I think he played the foul. It was one of those games where he had nine points. Um, and he had his best game, Eamon. I told you he was going to come along through the end of the season. He had his best game coming back from that ACL. He had his best game last week. And granted, the 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 Browns have been you know decent against the pass this year. Um, so eight um, points, eight points. I just looked it up. Yeah, he had eight points when we when we played earlier this year. I scored ninety nine. Um, that was a terrible week. I think that um, Godwin is 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 his X factor also too because I don't know whether again I see that Monday night matchup and I'm just like oh shit Monday night miracle here it comes. But, like, I'm like, oh, should I get my own Monday Night Miracle and start Taysom Hill? But then I'm like, oh, but then Cole Komet's there. Like, I'm kind of stuck. So, yeah. This is your talking. And uh, 
you've now changed you've changed in your your lineup multiple times in this conversation. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm Kamara doing it. As, this is how this is how manic I am. This is how manic I am right now, bro. Like he like, can't you have he, to... he can't he can't pick up and drop like fire. So he's just like I'm gonna switch my play. And that's another thing. Last year, Reg, you were like so focused on not even like starting a lineup going into it. you're like I'm I'm just gonna play like one person like. I'm going to show Devontae Adams in my matchup, and then you can guess who I'm going to play. And it was like you were the lowest-scoring team in the league, so it didn't matter who you're going to play. They all stunk. But my one shot at you today. But, yeah, like this year, you're like, you're ready. You're, oh, geez, you just changed it again. I'm literally watching this. Um, so the question is, if, if Justin Fields doesn't play, are you just rolling with Taysom Hill? Instead of, of Cole Komet. Because I, I think that's the big question in your current lineup. Um, like, roster moves. If he if, – I can tell you this right now. And, again, my free trial of the fantasy advice thing went out. But before that, they said I had the optimal lineup in with Cole Komet. No, they actually said I had – they said switch Taysom Hill and Cole Komet. And I was like, you guys are on drugs. But then um, they, they, like, they switched it back and they said you should start Cole Komet instead of Taysom Hill. So I'm like, was that a glitch in the matrix or what? But it, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, and I'm putting it on wax right now on the so pod. Likely, I'm I'm gonna. <laughs> yo, the dude who was in place of Isaiah Likely last week had four for seventy four or seventy six. He he did better than Mark Andrews last week. It's crazy. But anyway, I'm pissed off. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I I'm gonna say this on wax right now. If 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 Justin Fields does not start. I am not starting Cole Komet. And Henry, uh, you currently have uh, Gus Edwards in. Is that just assuming Najee's hurt, or are you just you have a feeling? This this might be a little bit of mind games with Ray to get him to go about things. You know, I, I picked up Zonovan today. I dropped a little bit of fab on him. Um, I, you I'm want to release him so a... I can pick him up? Sure. Yeah. You, or wait, are you gonna drop like Devontae Adams or something? And then, oh, I don't have the most fab anymore. Never mind. Can't do that. Um, I I don't know where it's gonna go. If if Najee is healthy, Najee is starting. I'll, I'll say that. If Najee is not starting, if he's even a bit banged up, I I don't know where I'm going yet. All right. The only other question in my lineup was Seahawks or Redskins or Commanders, but uh, that got taken care of today when they got. Dropped so, switch it again. Um, I know, yeah. <laughs> so Ray, I mean, you're really gonna curse yourself, and you're gonna end up with a pocket roster move, and then we'll just blow up the league again. Uh, so <laughs> I think your X Factor player is gonna be Christian Kirk. Um, mm. I don't know what the current stat is, but I remember after the first two or three weeks, uh, Detroit in the last like two seasons has given up like five more points to the number one wide receiver option than any other team in the league. And Christian Kirk is currently the number one wide receiver option. So I, I think he could have a day. Um, if he has a day, you're pretty safe. Um, Henry... Well, they were saying on, they were saying on the show, sorry to, sorry to interrupt you, Eamon, but they were saying on the show that like Christian Kirk, like if you look at all the matchups, whenever it's a good matchup, he does good. Whenever it's a bad matchup, he does bad. So I feel like like I, I've always been looking at him like, yes, he's like a wide receiver. Well, he's number he's wide receiver 10, which is wild to me. Um, but um, he, I've been looking at him as a flex in 
you know, as a, as a, as an amazing flex because of the way my team is constructed. Sorry, you can keep on. For Henry, uh, this one, I, I, I feel, I feel this is like you, you need this to happen. I think you need Michael Pittman to have a two touchdown, 120, like, you know, Trayvon Diggs does his like, I'm trying to get interceptions, but Michael Pittman's too big. And he just like, like on a 12 yard stop route, like Diggs dump, dumps it. And then like Pittman goes for another 30 yards on the run um, after Diggs missed catching the ball. Uh, so I, I think if, if if you can get a big day out of Pittman, which I think there's a possibility of it, I think you're safe. Well, that'd be lovely. Ray, how do you feel about that? I, I would feel great about that. The thing about it is with the Dallas matchup and the Pittman, uh, yes, Dallas's defense, like, just they were just all on Kirk Cousins before he even, like, got the ball snapped, right? They were on him. Uh, and this is something I forgot to bring up on the last uh, pod with you, Eamon. When Justin Jefferson and Diggs were like like going up and moving along the line in motion with each other. It was like it was the same dude. Their bo- like their body types, like the way they're like shaped. It's like they're guarding the same. I don't, and I don't think Pittman is as athletic or as good as Justin Jefferson. So I was looking at that like, oh snap, Diggs is probably going to be on Michael Pittman, and that means that uh, what's the other kid's name? Burke and the new tight end who's amazing on uh the Colts. Oh, he, y- also, he was amazing. Oh my god. Oh, and um, my boy Paris Campbell. Uh, I felt I was like, oh, that's going to be more if if Matt Ryan can get rid of the ball, you know, because again, if Dallas shows up and you know they 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 go to work and then do exactly what they're supposed to do, like you know, sack him, and so they can't get any plays off. Um, and Matt Ryan is a way worse quarterback, I think, than Kirk Cousins. Um, but styles make fights, so you can never count you can never count Pittman out because again, it looked like they were outmatched on against Pittsburgh, especially in the secondary. And then what happened? He ended up scoring a crazy nice touchdown. Great hands. So, I mean, just a reminder of, like, the weirdness of Diggs' season last year showing that he's just – he's a, a cherry picker type of corner is that, like, he had the most interceptions. He also gave the most touchdowns. And he gave up over 1,100 yards, which, like, no other cornerback gave up, like, over 700 yards. So – He's a gambler, and that's like that's why like a big guy like Pittman can like bump him out of the way. That's that's why I I, it's his that's the X factor. Like Pittman has a big day, I think you're in good shape, Henry. Um, I would love that. uh, I won't make you guys do this. Um, yeah. Uh, I won't make you guys do this. What pick? Yeah, Ray's gonna pick Ray. I'm gonna pick me. There we go. Um, it's on you, Amy. So it, it, the the starting tackle for the Dolphins is out, right? To uh, Armstead. Yep, torn pec. Oh, well, uh, 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 strained pec. And if if Bosa is healthy and playing this week, which he is, you know, it might be a short day for Tua. Um. Or or they might just I mean this is definitely one of those like you have to have galaxy brain if you're if you're uh, uh McDaniels where it's like you know what it's fine if we lose let's just run the ball thirty times it's not like San Francisco is gonna light it up 
let's not get our quarterback killed in this matchup. Like it's not worth it this week. Um, yeah, Jeff Wilson, Jeff Wilson revenge game. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I, I can see Jeff Wilson having oh, a big day. Is Mostert playing? I don't even know if Mostert's. Um, he, uh, he, they say like he's trending to playing, but I don't know. Uh, Either or is a revenge game. I think that's a. I think that's a. I think that's a good thing though. I think both of them playing are good. I think Wilson and most. They're they're maximized. a very good compliment. They they've shown yes. to be a very good compliment. I don't think when one plays it's great, and when the other plays it's. I I think they're good with each other. Like Mostert is great when it when Chase Edmonds was trash. Right? It's like okay, Chase Edmonds for two yards. We know his running style, and then Mustard boom right through the hole. Right. Like that would that's that's where they and then Jeff Wilson is good with the compliment, right? Like he I mean he was decent actually in San Francisco this year. Like actually he was really good this year in San Francisco. But um uh yeah, I think he's good in the compliment role too. So even though I think I think I think if you have a down I'm not gonna pick who wins because this is uncomfortable. I'm gonna tell you guys since I picked your X Factor players, I will tell you the storyline that causes you to lose. And the storyline that causes you to lose, Ray, is the Dolphins try to really slow the ball down, play conservative. They may win the game like a weird 13-10 game, but Tua, Tua is only throwing it like 18 times, and they, they're just pounding the ball with Mostert and Wilson. Um, Henry, your your team kind of goes sideways if, if like, Mariota – keeps trending in the wrong way because he's not been playing great. And I, I just, I could see like a TJ Watt, like a bunch of, a bunch of sacks creates a sack fumble. uh, And then like, maybe like forces him to throw the ball a little too early and get some picks. And like, you have like a weird, like eight point day for Mariota and, and you, just, you just don't get to that one forty that you like, cause Ray's team has just been so high end because, you know, you got the, you got like historically in our league, when people go trade for the big midseason ticket player like at Adams, it hasn't worked out. Like I got Dalvin Cook. I think there's been other players that I can't come off the top of my head, but like it I got usually doesn't work out. Um, like when when I got like Jonathan Taylor two years ago in the third round, like he wasn't he was good, but he wasn't great. Um I could just only focus on my team. I guess I'm a narcissist. But there, I just <laughs> I think historically that like these like like even Mike with Alvin Kamara this year like it hasn't really worked out but the Adams move worked out so um, it's just hard to see you not scoring 130 or 140 so like I, I I think you just I think Henry just like if Mariota lets you down and you get get to like 115 or 120 that'll be the, that'll be your downfall. Oh, oh yeah. One of us is going to need to score 150, I feel like. Like, it's not – I think the last two weeks, I think we've both been in the top three. And, Ray, you've been in the top three for the last three or four weeks or whatever. I, me, a couple you, I just – I also scored you, over, you Because I was four. up, and then you overtook me. And then I, I was making a comeback these last two weeks. But one of us has got to score 150. I, I don't see I, I don't see this I being so a, a 109 – 107 sort of matchup here. Like, if, if you score 150, I, I'm not sure. I, I'm going to need to score 160. Like, a, a 120 is not going to do this this week. Oh, and I meant to I congratulate know you uh, on the, the victory this week, but I knew you were going to come on the pod. And I was also going to ask you, 
if we play again next year, if you cannot be either the highest scoring team or the second highest scoring team, it, it's every be a lot week, more fun. right? It's it's literally every week I play here, right? Like, yes, I feel like, yep. I, I, is this five straight matchups now or four or whatever? Like, I yeah, I, every week I'm like, all right, okay, it's Amen. I gotta like sub and uh, and it used to be that way. Ray, I was like, oh, Ray, I got Ray. But yeah, but no, and and the other thing I want to point out is, I think the way that. Ray built his team and the way that I've built my team and the way that Brad is like there's and Brad built his team. There's three different ways of building a team that are in this playoffs right now. Like Brad did it through draft picks. I I've done it through keepers the past couple of years. I'm not going to lie. Like Josh Allen is my savior. Like it, Jalen hurts might've taken him over as the number one keeper in the league, but like Josh Allen is like a solid keeper. And that's why I wanted Mark Andrews too. I just want these late value guys. And then Ray did it through just like trading all his picks. FT's picks, he he's gonna trade it. So <laughs> there's no one way to make the playoffs in this league. Like you can and I, I started 0-2, and I think people were messaging me, hey, like you want to trade Derrick Henry or you're looking to trade Godwin or you're looking to trade this. And I was like, no, 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 I'm I'm gonna play it out because you know, y- y- you gotta trust what you draft and, and your strategy early on. So yeah, that was I, my closing. Well, I I know we're not closing, but that was my like you know, two cents for this matchup right here where we're, we're going at it with two totally different strategies. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the best part of this league. That's always been the goal. That's why, like, I, I really thought we should go back to three wide receivers because obviously, like, Ray's team, if it's if it's flexes, he pro- like, there are different situations where it's like, Ray's dominating people because he has four top 10 scoring wide receivers right now. Um, and like, it, it just, it, you know, I don't, I don't think that would be the same case. Cause like we all, that means that we all have at best, you know, a couple wide receivers too to go against that. And like, that's just such a dominating, uh, position to be in. So yeah, I, I, I like the choice. I don't, I don't ever want to be like, I mean, I I'm in them and I, I play in them sometimes, but like, I prefer to not be able to just show up with like, well, here's the rankings and I'll just pick the best players from the draft. Like I want I, like strategy and choice to be like how I want to build my team. 100%. And I want like this, like less waivers that we have. And I think it's been a bit of discussion in the league. I like that waivers are a little sparse. Like I, I want to draft a team. I like, this is a keeper league. I want to keep my guys. I want to draft a team. And then like, I just want waivers to be like, Oh, I need a defense this week or the teams that don't want to draft a tight end and want to stream them. Like, okay, this is the week that I'm going to stream a tight end. Like I, I like the larger benches. I like the larger starting pool. Like, and it promotes trading. And I think trading is one of the number one things that keeps the league active. It keeps, because if you're not, I'm, yeah. I'm in leagues where like I've been in a league for, it must be like 10 years now. And like no one trades and it's just gotten so boring. And it's like, it used to be my number one league. And now it, it's dropped. Like I have a 16 team league that like, there's nobody available. Like you're literally dropping <laughs> something on. Um, and we moved to two, we moved to super flexibly too. So like you're dropping stuff on Trevor Simeon this week. And I have just filled <laughs> that league. So I had to drop fab on Trevor Simeon. And it just like, it, it makes your choices like that much more important and that much more fun. And um, I, I, I think if there's one thing that I would change about the league aside from um, 
I have another thing that I'm going to propose in the offseason about when we choose our draft slot, because I think this last offseason totally changed um, the draft slot and how we trade draft picks in the offseason. I just think it's better to know earlier on, and I know that throws things off. But, um, oh, shoot, where were they going with this? Draft slot. Draft slot, the one thing that I want with... We go earlier in the year. So everybody can know, so you can map it out. Yeah, that was a tangent. Oh man, I lost it. When would you want to do? Stressed out. You you just want to do draft slot section before picker before. Like I would like if we're gonna trade draft picks in the off season, I feel like we should know where you're picking. So like if I want to trade my second round pick in the off season, we know that it's the seventh selection of the second round stuff like that, and it doesn't need to be right away. But I'm thinking like. I'm thinking maybe we have a, an off-season cool-down where, like, we just got done doing six months of fantasy football. No, I know I always – I think I text everybody. I always I always take at least a month off of just fantasy. Like, I don't think about fantasy football after the Super Bowl and stuff like that. But maybe, you know, sometime after the draft, we all get together, like, mid-season. And then maybe that's a time to, like, talk about, like, potential rule changes and, like, you know, primary rule changes that we want to do and then secondary rule changes – and maybe that could be a time when we select when we want to draft because the NFL draft would already happen. So we know everybody is available in the pool. So, you know, and then maybe we can open up the trading to like, okay, I'm trading my second round pick, but it's going to be the two seven instead of going to him and being like, Hey, I'm going to take my second round pick. I plan on taking in the back of the first round. So it should be top of the second, but then, you know, things mess it up and you don't know. So um, that that's the main one that I would like to bring up. In the off season, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't mind that. Um, I think that there was some stuff that happened that was complicated and confusing, and if we just do that from the top, that might just because I know there was a trade because people didn't understand that you had that the pick beforehand uh, that we had to cancel. So um, that might be the best. And like, I don't know, I I would like the off season to be a bigger event at different times, but I also know that my obsession level with fantasy football in this league is not what everybody else's is. And I always want to make sure it's accessible to multiple people, but like, yeah, maybe like a labor day, a check-in and we could just like do an email thread where we do it or 4th of July weekend or something. Um, yeah. Just something earlier where like, I, cause like people come like all this off season, like I wanted to, I was shopping Derek Henry. I was shopping Cooper Cobb. I was shopping, um, J.K. Dobbins and stuff like that, and I want picks, but I don't want to speculate on where that pick is going to be. And then if there's pick swaps involved, like with you this offseason, it was easy because like everyone knew you were taking the 12th pick in the first round. But like trading with everybody else, I don't know what's going to happen. Like I don't know what everyone's thinking. And I know I was very, very um, close with what I was going to pick this year because in the back of my mind, I was like, if I can drop Derrick Henry and maybe pick him back up, or if I can, you know, I, ca- I couldn't keep Kelsey, but like if Kelsey is going to be out there and I can expand the pool a little bit and I can draft Travis Kelsey back, I can pick him up. So, you know, I, I think it would just be a little bit better of knowing like, hey, I'm trading for this second round pick in the offseason. Um, I know it's going to be the fifth overall selection. And then you have a better idea of at least what might be available, especially now that the pool is opening up where we know the first round is going to be CMC, Henry, Barkley, Cook. Uh, I mean, Najee Harris is going to be there, but you know, there's going to be a couple quarterbacks. Mahomes might be out there, so it just might be more beneficial moving forward 
to know what pick you're trading for instead of on August 1st or whatever date we decide being like, okay, now I can start planning. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And I, I just, I realized I said Labor Day. I meant Memorial Day. Uh, I was like, I was like Labor Day. I was like, I, I, I knew what you meant. Like I heard you say Labor Day. I was like, yeah. Memorial Day. <laughs> yeah, I meant they're interchangeable word. to me too. They're interchangeable. Yeah. It's, it's the bookends of the summer. Okay. Uh, I'm done talking. Uh, do you guys have anything else before we, we wrap this up? I, Henry, I I hope. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Ray. You said I hope. No, I was going to say, I hope our matchup ends in fireworks and not in duds. I hope it is a two hundred to two hundred and one type game. Um, I and not a fifty to fifty one. Um, and whoever wins, I I honestly feel like whoever wins this matchup is going to win the championship. Unless Frank, because Frank's team is very scary. It's Spirit, right? So, um, Yeah, I, I love being on the pod. I love listening to the pod. Um, shout out to my brother. My brother listens to the pod all the time. He kind of like throws me advice. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? No, you should do this. But um, there's outside listeners to this league. Like People love the league. Ray, good luck this week, man. Um, again, what you've done this year, bravo. Like you're a different person. You. I'm very, very worried going to this matchup with you, but I, I kind of want to hold on to this trophy a little bit. If for no other reason than it sits <laughs> on our, our, uh, myself and Carrie Ann, that's my girlfriend's dresser. And I get to look at it every morning. So I, I'm not quite done looking at it yet. So I kind of want to look at it more. Um, two time, two time. The reason why I want to win. Um, but yeah, right. I agree. Like this is, this might be the, the toughest, like first, round wildcard matchup that the league has seen. Like there's two legit powerhouses that maybe in any other division might have gotten a buy. So Right. And and that's not discounting any other team in the league. Like every team that's made the playoffs has worked their way to do it. They've done what they've needed to done to get here. And Right. I, just, I can't I can't help but think what would have happened if two didn't missed damn near those three games. Right? Like because yeah, those you've been desperate enough to make the other trades. That's <laughs> yeah, well, that's always I the double-edged to. sword. Yeah, that's but you were desperate. Right, but if two are there and you're just cruising along, you might not. We have three minutes. Let me wrap this up. Sorry. There were a few games real quick. There were a few games where I lost by like eight points. And that would have been two his points. Right? Like three points, four points, right? Like yeah, yeah. but anyway, we, we've, we've heard Tua. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this, Henry. I'll just be a little honest. Uh, same thing as I told Matt. Um, I uh, I don't want anybody winning two championships before I get one. I also don't want anybody winning two championships before I get two. And I definitely don't want anybody winning back-to-back until I win back-to-back. So there's a small part of me, just from the prestige element, that's kind of rooted against you a little bit. But if it comes down to you and, and Brad, like 100%, 150% behind you there. Uh, I, 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 don't yeah. even, I don't even want Brad in the chat. I want Brad next week. I want I want <laughs> Brad to win and yeah. pick me. I want Brad to look like I want. I just beat him. I, I I want him. He beat me in the championship my second year in this league. I want I want that. I want that come up and it's like. Yeah, I need it. Uh, and I would I would enjoy watching Derrick Henry take him down. There would be so pure joy there because I told him so with forty eight points trade for Derrick Henry. All right, uh, everybody, enjoy this. This is this is supposed to be powerful and great, and we're all supposed to have 
good time. The world's hard. Let's be understanding towards each other. Let's let's celebrate this weekend. Let's celebrate this last month because we're uh, for a lot of us we're heading into this cold weather that's terrible, um, and we'll just have like NBA as an option, which yeah. or hockey. I did uh, I did just join a fantasy dynasty NBA league with my friend. It's not going well, but that's for another time. <laughs> so, uh, say hi. Let's stay positive, and uh, that's it for this week. Guys, have a good one. Out.